Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to Orange and Blue Blood, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beard. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, speaking of Carmelo, the Knicks fans across the world are still celebrating Carmelo after he announced his retirement earlier this week. The team posted a video montage of Knicks legends like Patrick Ewing, Clyde Frazier, Alan Houston, and John Starks congratulating Melo on his, his retirement. Uh, this week, SNY's Ian Bailey is reporting that there is growing momentum within the organization to retire Carmelo Anthony's number. So I was a little surprised at how controversial this topic became on social media and among you know airwaves across uh, New York City. So I'll ask you, Tommy, should the Knicks retire Carmelo Anthony's number? I go back and forth on this. Um, I don't have a strong opinion. I've seen some people get so worked up, like I'll never be a fan again if they retire his number or, yes. I, or I'll protest the garden if they don't retire his number. Like I, I, I get it. You know, you, you, you it's maybe your favorite player. You'd like to see, his, but I can't get that worked up about it. Um, <laughs> so I, I, you know, I, I could be convinced one way or the other. I, you know, I, I've given it some thought. I don't really have, it, it's kind of like what you, you know, what, What's your criteria for putting a guy uh, up on right. the ring of honor or the whole family, you know, the retired his Jersey. Um, I'll just say this. If they retire his number, they should obviously retire Bernard Kings as well. Um, Absolutely. So I don't know if they're going to do one first and the other, but I, there will be a segment of fans. that will be upset if they retire Bernard King and not mellow and vice versa. If they announce they're going to retire Anthony, a lot of fans and rightfully so are going to demand that they um, retire uh, Bernard Kings as well. Um, so, uh, but again, you know, does, is, is Oakley, um, is Carmelo Anthony more deserving of having his number retired than Charles Oakley? It depends on what your value and playoff runs. We know that. I, I know, Oakley, I know, I know one person who doesn't think that Oakley should have his retired. James because, Dolan. <laughs> that, Oakley will never have his jersey retired. But what about Starks? The Starks deserve. Right. You no, know, it's like are these? Is it? Should you get your number retired for your fan favorite? Should you get your number retired if you never made it past the second round of the playoffs and only made it past the first round of the playoffs once? Um, all that stuff kind of gets weighed into it. Ultimately. Um, sure, retire his number if it makes fans happy, that's cool, and and I have no problem with it. Um, I, I again, I don't feel all that strongly. I, I wish I had a hot take and I wish I was fired up about it, but to be honest, I don't I, I, one, it doesn't really affect me one way or the other. So, um, I understand their arguments pro and against. Um, I probably lean towards pro, um, because I'm not as strict a grader when it comes to getting guys, um, jerseys retired, but again, um, it's imperative if you retire his number that you also get a Bernard's King jersey up in the Raptors. Yeah, I mean, to me, retiring Carmelo Anthony's number has been a no-brainer for me for a long time, which is why I don't know why people are upset about it, because to me, it's really simple. Carmelo Anthony, during his prime with the New York Knicks, was one of the best players in the NBA. 
And in the era that he played, which is, you know, let's let's take the 20 years of Nick history during where while he was there, he had the most success of any Nick player that played during that time. So unless you're going to say no player that played in that era because they were lost that happened should have their number retired. That's one thing. But I just don't agree with that. Again, like I don't I think that it's to keep comparing what Carmelo Anthony accomplished in terms of wins, which again it's weird because it's a team sport, and say, well, what about the guys who are who are also up there, the guys who you know won titles in the 70s? It, it's it's it doesn't it doesn't compute to me, it doesn't make any sense. That's a different era of Knicks basketball. But if that was the case, if, if all we value is championships, then why don't we have all 12 men who are on the 73 team and all 12 men who are on the 1970 team, why don't we put all their numbers in the in the in the in the in the, in the rafters? No, there's a part of it that is how you were as an individual. Like we don't put up, we do put up banners. 73 and 70 are up there. Those are championship team banners. We honor those teams. And those guys who, who are on those teams, we brought them back this year in 1970 for the to celebrate the 1973 team. So we we have an honor for that. This is individual achievement. This is not what you won as a title, what, none of that matters. And if you're talking about what Melo accomplished as a Nick, one of the all-time leading scorers, most points ever at the Garden, most points ever by a Nick. In the era that he played, he was the only Nick star to lead his team past the first round of the playoffs. It may not sound like a lot, but that's just the reality of the Nick situation. For 20 years, they only went to pass the first round of the NBA playoffs twice. Like, I mean, that that's just a fact. So to say that, Everything I watched and everything that happened during that era doesn't matter is nonsense. And I, I don't understand it. Now, I think it's very clear that Bernard King should have his number up there first because he's been waiting a lot longer. And to me, in some ways, him and Melo are very similar. They're guys who won one playoff series. Teams weren't that great. But individually, it was no question that they were dominant. I think there's a little more sentimental value to Bernard because Bernard played so hard. Bernard was so tough. Uh, LeBron, excuse me, Bernard had a little bit of a, there, there was, Carmelo is a little Hollywood and there was nothing Hollywood about Bernard King. No. So it's very easy to get behind Bernard King being up there. But like, if you look at their numbers and you look at what they accomplished, they're very similar. So if you're saying, well, Bernard King should be up there, but Melo shouldn't, I don't quite understand that. I think that they're both similar players. I think it's neck and neck. You want to say who was the better Nick? I understand if you say Bernard. I've made the case for Melo in the last podcast episode, but like to me, this thing that Melo shouldn't have his number is like ridiculous. Like he also took the challenge to come to New York. How many times did we say stars, you know, were were uh, were were ducking New York City? They didn't want the pressure. They didn't want all the expectations. Here's a guy that came here. He produced individually. He did lead the team past second first round of the playoffs. One of the years he was here, the only time any other player had done that until Julius Randle did it. In 2000, oh, excuse me, uh, 2023, Randall and Brunson uh, since 2000. I mean, I don't understand. I don't understand the case not to put him up there in the Raptors. It's crazy. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
Yeah, I just I guess the only argument would be you just want to make it really selective. But again, to your point, it's it's not like the, the guys up there, um, you know, are, are, are all, you know, it's not right. like they only have, it's, it's not like they only have three guys up there, Ewing, Reed and, and Frazier, you know, in the busher. There's a bunch of other, you know, Bill Bradley's up there, obviously. Right. And, you know, so it's that that's that. Yeah, we got uh, we got a different wise up there. Like, right. right. Like, we don't we didn't say, oh, guys, only guys who won championships or only guys that were the best players on championship teams. Like, we didn't do that. So with Melo, where, why is now there all this? And I think for me, I think the what I can gather when I'm hearing these cases is. Well, when Melo came here, there was expectation that the Knicks were going to be a championship team. And that's not true. Like, I'm sorry. Like, that is ludicrous. The Miami Heat had a juggernaut in the Eastern Conference. Yes. Getting Carmelo Anthony was essentially the Knicks giving themselves a puncher's chance to compete at the top level. And that's what they did. They they had a puncher's chance. One year they were in the mix, and then they, they fell a little short. Other years they made the playoffs, got knocked out of the first round. But this thing, like this, they, like I think they're they put they're putting expectations on Melo, like he should have accomplished more. No, but I don't really know. I think he accomplished what he was supposed to, given the player that he was. A hundred percent. All everyone hoped that he would make the Knicks relevant again because they were irrelevant, laughing yeah. stuff for ten right. years. Every year they were terrible. They were t- awful. They were unwatchable, and he made them watchable and relevant and fun and exciting and all that other stuff. And nobody expected to beat the, 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 the super team heat. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And the fact that people, he was so good in 2013 that people actually believed that they could beat that heat mm-hmm. team shows you how good that he was. Like, like, like I was saying, I say, yo, if the Knicks at the heat, I think they could beat them. Like, that's how great Melo's playing. That's how great this team is playing as a group. Yeah. And like, that is a testament to his greatness. Cause think about how, again, how dominant that heat team was. They went to the finals every year. They were together with LeBron, Wade, and Bosh. So I don't I don't get why there is pushback. Do you think that Melo will have his number retired within the next five years, let's say? Yeah, I think this was um I think this will be the push that gets King retired, and then once Bernard gets retired, then Melo will get retired. So I I would uh, I, I think there's a very, very strong possibility that both those guys have their numbers up within I would say even less than five years, three years, something like that. I'm really hoping Bernard gets it up there because that was that's the one that just it just bothered me for so and, long. My dad, and because we, and, we, man, yeah. and we've talked about this before. He's in the arena a lot. He's always in the garden. He's always at the. Tony, I think that's the I think that's the Penis Dolan pays because <laughs> there's know, no there's no way Bernard's paying for those tickets. So, those so tickets least, are five thousand dollars every night. So at least he, and it, so he must have a, a, at least a solid relationship. Um, so, you know, that would make yeah. me think, that, you know, nothing personal because Dolan would do it out of spite and just, you know, like obviously right. Oakley would, would never be, be up for debate. But I think I think Bernard does. I think he does. Get yeah, it. I think I think Dolan, I think I think Dolan is not I don't think it's spite. Yeah, I think he's saying, hey, I'll put you. We'll bring you every game. We want you to be a part because a lot of fans love you. But I think I do think Dolan thinks that that thing should be selective. And that's why I think right. he's the reason why Bernard's numbers not up there. But I think this is kind of way to say, oh, okay, well, at least we'll give you tickets to come in any Nick game you want, essentially, and sit right. on the baseline, which, again, those are $5,000, $10,000 tickets. Okay. So, like, there is that there. But I, I agree. I think that now there's going to be this pushback. Because if he puts Bernard – he puts Mel's number up there for Bernard King. That will be a problem. It and that would be really – and not say that Dolan won't do silly things, but that would be right, really right, silly. Right. Because, I wouldn't put past Dolan. But there'll right. be a public pushback big time. Right. It'd be silly because, like, this is something that's a positive thing. Anytime yes. a guy gets a number retired, there's positivity behind it. Now, of course, 
again, there's a segment of Nick fans who think he should be up there, but they'll be drawn out by people who will be excited. Yes. The overall NBA community will be excited. Yes. Fans around the world will be excited. Fans around the country will be excited. So it will just be a great moment. The only way he can soil that is by saying, we're going to do it before Bernard King, or at the very least, not announcing. Like, is it, maybe right. it's, a, is this a, like a date. Say, okay, Mel will be on December 7th and Bruno right. Bernard on February 18th. Like, that's that's fine. I don't think anybody would go crazy about that. As long as it's clear that Bernard King's number will be up there eventually. But that that is yeah. something that has, to, that has to happen. Because there was some talk that Mello would be retired when the Nuggets come to the Garden this year. Um, but again, I think it would be important to at least announce Bernard King prior. And speaking on that, Denver needs retired Mello's number two. Yes. Now yep. Jokic wears his number, and they could right. grandfather it in. But like, right. same same with Randall and King. Right. Exactly. Just like exactly. Just like with Randall, like they could Randall could keep wearing it, yes. and then, and then whenever he moves on or he retires the Nick, then the thirty is done. Yep. But like Mel absolutely should have his number retired. The Nuggets when Mel got there, I think they won seventeen games. Yes. The year he got drafted, they won I a mean, combined forty-three games the two years before he arrived, mm-hmm. and then won forty-two when he arrived. And his numbers with the Nuggets are better than his numbers with the Knicks. He's played yes, more games with Nuggets, has more points, more postseason wins. Hundred percent should have his number retired. And and yeah. the Nuggets obviously don't have the same storied history as the Knicks, so there's no reason why why you know it's not like yeah. Uh, Melo was an absolute. He was a dog. Oh, he was a Denver awesome. Nuggets, and and and. I am hoping, and I put it out there on Twitter, and I'll say it here, A, his number should be retired, and B, I'm hoping he gets an invite to one of these NBA Finals games. Like I think it, he needs to yeah, be there. he should be in Denver, yeah. You I know? know George Carl has been calling for, I think some other Denver folks have been saying, like, you know, we need to bring the game back together. You know, um, uh, Wilson Chandler and, and all those, you know, Andre Miller and, and AI, and, you know, those, those, those. Chauncey Eddie Billups. Could, I know Chauncey Billups is a coach, but, but he, he, right, he right, I don't right, see why right. he couldn't. But either out, way, but... Mello certainly, uh, I would expect, yeah. I, I assume the NBA will do the right thing. It's a, it's a no-brainer. A PR opportunity, and you know, Mello loves you know the, the publicity and Hollywood stuff, so um, I would yeah. be shocked if he wasn't out in Denver for game one. I hope so because I just, it just it felt weird that that relationship since Mello left. I mean, I guess you know that happens, but like you know, they hasn't really they don't really promote Mello much when they talk about the history of this franchise. Again, yeah, they, they, they've never they've never brought him to any of these games, they've been in playoff games and stuff up until this point, and he hasn't been there. It's a, you know, it's a look, you, 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 your, your hot girlfriend left a small hometown to go to the big city and, you know, so like there's, I, yeah. I understand there's some, some jealousy there and, um, you know, some, some, uh, you know, but if, you know, it's been 10 years, get over it. It's, it's time to move on. You know? Yeah. I mean, I saw, I sat there and I, I, I was there for two mellow ovations this year, one on Christmas, one during game two in the Eastern Conference semifinals at the Garden. And the second one, I said, I really hope Mel gets this in Denver. He needs to get this in Denver. Like yeah, his, yeah, what yeah. he brought to that community, what he brought to that team, um, absolutely a legend for the Nuggets as well. So hopefully that happens.